0: Hello everybody this is Subrat from The Sparking Entrepreneurs and today we have Jess Cascop a certified life coach making difference by spreading love and joy and share her gifts of compassion positive energy and accountability to support people to live a more joyful and fulfilled life so without further delay let's welcome Jess Jess welcome to the show
1: Thank you thanks so much for having me I'm excited
0: Jess let's start from your journey first what exactly inspired you to become a coach how did you get started in this profession
1: Oh, man, this is a great question. So I actually spent over 15 years as a, an engineer in a Fortune 500 company working in food manufacturing. So that's wow. how I started. And that has nothing to do with what I do now. As you said, I'm a life coach. I'm an author. I'm a speaker. So very different right, from engineering to really supporting and motivating people. So what happened was my company and said, OK, we're having a round of layoffs. And I said, you know what, this is a really good time to dive in to do some self-discovery, not knowing if I'd make the layoffs or not. Spoiler alert, I did, but just preparing myself in case I didn't. So I said, okay, what has been my favorite role of all the roles that I've had in my company? And it wasn't the engineering or operations or leadership roles. It was actually a human resources cross-functional role when our plant was closing. And it was around climate and culture leader. And so this was all around people supporting them through the transition of a plant closure. Really different from what I thought would be my favorite role. So It was really the HR role that I did that was my favorite. I had been a manager in both of our operating departments, so I knew everybody. But it was such a blessing for my own transition of the plant closure to be able to support everybody. And I realized that's really what lights me up. And then secondly, I had worked at two of our plants, large plants at the Fortune 500 company that I worked with. And both had been closed. So I realized all that effort I put into processes and equipment improvement is not what my legacy was at this company. It was really just the impact that I had on any people that I interacted with or managed. That's all that's left, right? The plants are closed, making those. And so it was another eye-opening moment to me um, in the importance of that being the legacy that I leave. So that really led me to start to dial back my time. And corporate. So I went to part time. I got life coaching certified, took on clients. Then I ended up taking a sabbatical from work and ultimately quitting my job to be 100% an entrepreneur. And that's when I found Joyfulness with Jess, which is my company that focuses on all of these things really inspiring the world to be more joyous and fulfilling. That's my goal.
0: And how the coaching is right now going?
1: It's going really well. I feel like I said, my goal is to inspire the world to more joy and fulfillment. Life coaching was my beginning. And now I'm an author of a book that's coming out at the end of the month. And it's well, really focused on spreading that joy and fulfillment, right? Because then a book can spread to anybody. Right. So life coaching one on one or group, so it's a small impact. And I realized I really wanted to have also a bigger one. So that's when I decided to include author in my list of titles and Yeah, so the book is really focused on that.
0: Awesome. Okay, Jess, as you got a lot of experience in entrepreneurship as well as the coaching industry, what do you think that what are the most important qualities for a successful course to possess?
1: Oh, so I'm going to use a little bit of the theme of my book, which is called Soul Salary, S-O-U-L. And it's what I think is really important, like you said, is that it's not the financial salary that we earn from our jobs that makes us successful, it's really the salary pay our soul. So, what value our soul receives when we are in alignment with, with our time and energies in alignment with what feels joyous and fulfilling—that to me is success. So, I know a lot of people measure it with this financial salary. We always say, um, "What do you do?" When we meet people, and not really who are, you. what brings you up, like lights you up, right? Mm-hmm. So that the book really is four steps of how you can really align your time and energy with what feels joyous and fulfilling. So that really how I'd answer that question is it's not for me about the dollars, which do come, right? But I think it's a sign. Yeah, of it. yeah it's a byproduct. That's a great way to put it. of The joy I feel when I'm helping others feel joy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Great. So Jess, do you do only one on one coaching or do you have any group coaching options or do you have any online program? If anyone wants to get coaching from you, then what kind of options are available?
1: Yeah, I do one on one coaching. <laughs> I have done group coaching, but my main focus right now is the book part and sent coaching through writing. So that's what the way yeah. I think of it. There is the verbal one on one Zoom coaching or in person coaching, but with my mission really being be a broad impact. A lot of my coaching is now through writing. So in the book, there's also workbooks. So like each chapter has workbook exercises to do. So that truly is life coaching because a lot of times you're working one-on-one through questions, workbook type things to support to support the client, right? And so the same thing through a book. Your life coaching through True. typing in words on a page.
0: Awesome. So how do you approach working with clients who are really struggling to achieve their goals?
1: So what are my clients struggling with?
0: Yeah, how do you approach them?
1: What's interesting with clients right now, is oh. so I focus on people who are working parents, particularly if you're a mom and you have a successful, you're successful in your career, but you're really overwhelmed, near or in burnout, overworked, likely ignoring your needs and definitely ignoring your joy. So those so are who I work with. So that's a big problem with the clients I see is really nearer in burnout. You can't hmm. work like you don't work effectively like that as a parent. parent or as a as in your career. So, what I've found is I don't know if you've heard of the Great Resignation in the United States. So, right around the pandemic, everyone started to get burned out. Right, you have to yeah. you care for your children at home. You're caring for your elderly. You're caring for right. anyone who's sick. You're in quarantines. And I think it really forced people to prioritize. What's important to them. So the great resignation happened. About 48 million people in 2021 resigned, 51 million in 2022. So it grew in 2022. People said, you know what? I need more flexibility. I'm going to the part time job or I'm going from work to a work from home job or I'm going to a job that has more paid time off. So it's really interesting that that has become norms. That's what my soul song is based off anyway. It's people are really saying, what are my priorities for my soul, my family, and what feels authentic to me? So that's really been the journey that I'm taking people on. And that soul salary has was a package I had before my book hmm. was um, so that's that was a main stream of what I was what I was focused on, as well as a package I have which is overwhelmed to overjoyed. So that's really really in the thick of it, you need to have a quick, a quick fix to at least get to a level place. And then soul salary brings you a step further, which is really understanding where you are in soul salary right now. Identifying your paychecks, as I call them, so that's what fills you up. Identifying your bills, which is what drains you. And then we talk about how do you give yourself raises and promotions by increasing your paychecks. How do you give yourself budgeting and budget cuts by decreasing your bills? And then eventually becoming a high earner, and what I call it a high earner in yeah. soul salary, which is when you just feel warm, lit up, joyous, happy, fulfilled. So it's related to steps, starting with getting away from overwhelmed and then moving into this paycheck bills,
0: sole salary program. Awesome. Great name. Okay. Just as you know that as we humans, each and every day, we have to deal with some level of challenges, problems, difficulties in our life. And when you are an entrepreneur or a coach, the thing is double. So how do you manage all the things? How do you stay motivated and continue to grow as a coach?
1: That's a great question. So I am a working mom. Right. So that's why I, I coach people like that. And for so long, I operated towards the expectation that I call and many have called. You are supposed to parent like you don't work and you're supposed to work like you don't parent. That is an expectation that in society we have placed. Right. right. And so first, breaking free of that. Right. I'm not meant to be perfect every. And second, pri- I prioritize my family. And my time, like I need to have me time every day. I start with meditation, gratitude, and I also put in some exercise at some point during the day. That's how I take care of myself. But then I also make sure when the kids are home, I'm screen free for the time that I have them after school or after camp and really focus on that time with them. And then I'd say as far as the work piece, I really give myself a certain time limit and say, it all must be done in this time limit. So it really forces you to prioritize. And I have found that I get even more done by giving myself a time limit than working more hours because you end up really doing what's truly moving the dial in your business versus everything, right? Trying Trying to do everything. I think my biggest problem is that I have so many ideas, right? Like I have so many ideas of what I want to do and what I found is I'm only allowed to work on one project at a time unless i get some fun inspiration that i want to just write out some ideas right it's good to write it out and put it in the parking lot but my main i guess mantra is really one project at a time i don't know if you've seen that graphic where it's like 10 projects and they've moved this much all of them when you have one project it moved this much but you can oh i'm sorry no one can see me but it's it's if you have 10 projects it's moved let's say a millimeter on each project If you Mm -hmm. have one project, you move 10 millimeters. So it's really staying focused on one thing at a time, which has been hard for me because I will admit, coming from corporate, I would work on many things at once, but I was also working a lot of hours. (laughs) It's really for me saying, this is the time that I work and I get what I can.
0: Like you have prioritized your time as well as your work life balance.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that sounds very cliche and easier said than done. Um, Yeah. (laughs) give myself a time limit. I'll say, I am going to work on my podcast tour and reaching out to podcasts for two hours today. And then once that's done, I'm done. So it's okay, which podcasts align would be the most? I will start with those. And the ones that align less are the end. If I get to them, awesome. If I don't, I only have two hours. Like I will literally set a timer. And when it goes off, that's it. That has been like a really big one for me. What can you do in this time? And then I will say also taking a lunch. And I know that sounds silly, but when I was working at corporate, I was eating lunch in meetings or while working. I really didn't take a lunch time break. So it's just like little steps. Each yeah. I mean, entrepreneur journey and each month, let's say, I take another baby step towards that work life balance and making sure I'm taking care of myself.
0: Yeah, that is the most important thing.
1: Absolutely. Okay,
0: Jess, how do you balance holding your clients accountable while also being compassionate and supportive?
1: That's a great question. So with clients I give them homework. And it's in the end, I am not the one who is looking to grow. I, with that, with this program, I'm looking for the client to grow. So obviously, I'm looking to grow all the time. <laughs> with my client and help yeah. Grow. yeah. So I give homework. And if it's not done, it's really not my life. Right. So I'll say, hey, what got in the way? And we can talk through those and say, okay, how do we make time for this development? But when I was going through life coach certification, the, one of the main tenets was you don't take on responsibility the, for the uh, client's actions. You say you give responsibility and accountability, but yeah. you don't take Get it on. Money. You don't do it for them because if you do it for them, it's not going to be sustainable. It's that say, teach give a man a fish, he's fed for a day; teach a man to fish, he's fed for a lifetime. Yeah, it's that same thing. So if I gave all the answers, okay, it helps in this moment, but it hasn't trained the client. To live life going forward, I help them in this moment. But what about every other moment? The only constant life is change. So you need to have them skill sets. So the homework is one that holds accountable, and then I also ask it every meeting: What are you proud of from the last week? And I do feel like even if you haven't done the homework, it gives you something to say. You know what I did do something. and that is yes, it's the accountability of the homework. But then it's also The joy of looking at, oh, wow, I did do something and proud of, even though maybe it wasn't the exact homework that was assigned. It's something that brought me closer to my goal. And then we can also talk about, like, when I got in the way of not doing the homework in that part of the coaching session, maybe that becomes the coaching session because that's the trend of why you picked me in general, right? Is because you haven't been able to hold yourself accountable. If that pattern continues through coaching, let's dive deeper and deeper. In engineering, we have what's called a YY. You just keep asking why until yeah. you get the root cause. I'm sure you got remember it, that. Yeah. Um, so it's fun to also incorporate some of my engineering tools into really the life coaching aspect. So I get to use both sides of my brain.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Jace, as you are an engineer and you also work like, for the tech industry, and nowadays you see that artificial intelligence is entering each and every field, right? So what do you think that, what kind of impact that AI is going to have on the coaching industry in future?
1: Yeah, so I don't work in the tech industry. I work in food manufacturing. manufacturing. But as far right. as AI, I'm just going to be real honest. I don't know how it's going to really impact. I. It's to be seen, right. right? I do think it's really wonderful that we can have even more information readily available by giving certain prompts and, the, let's say, chat GPT, po- bringing out like what, whatever we need for that topic. I think that's wonderful. It's doing a lot of research for us, which I think will help the life coaching industry. Hey, we have this specific client who has a specific need and really looking at it as a way to get the juices flowing and ideas for how to better coach that person. But again, I don't know how it's going to be. I wish I had a better answer for you. I just am sitting and watching and learning as I go about really how to use that and utilize it in the life coaching piece. But I think just just like the Great Resignation where companies that were more flexible and were work from home and all of that got to the people. Similarly, in life coaching, as we understand AI and how to use it on the forefront, we'll get more clients as well because we'll we'll have more bandwidth.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Jess, can you share any example of your coaching success story and what do you believe contributed to its success?
1: Great. So I used the sole salary package for one of my clients and it was a transformational like life, the life they change. One of my tools is to do this visualization of your ideal life. What does it smell like? What is What do you see? What does it feel like? What do you hear? What do you chase? Using your five senses, you go through a whole visualization and then we write them all down. And then we say, what is different from in that from your current life? And then we say, okay, what would need to happen to get to the ideal life? And so I had a wonderful client who really had a passion for a different state that she lived in. So we worked on literally having her move to that state. So That was a big life change. I would call that a promotion in sole salary. It's a big step. And then on top of that, to do that, she had to quit her job and her career to move to that state. She wanted to. How about that? She didn't have to. She wanted to quit her career and move to a totally different one. So we also worked through that. So not only did she move Across the country, she started a whole new career, and yes, so it was wonderful having her learn the new career and helping her through that and the adjustment, as well as many other aspects, such as family and working through different dynamics there, relationship dynamics, confidence, and also this person had some some differences in how she thinks, so it was also working with that and how to incorporate Let's say time management, for example, with the way her brain works, right? It might, it's not the same as the way I do time management because I have a very engineering brain, logical. When it comes to organization, I really enjoy it, to be honest, or some people don't. And so it's the same systems are not going to work for everybody. So, for example, I do these time clocks and the alarm goes off, and that's my, that's my method, right? And prioritizing every day and every morning. What am I going to work on? Maybe her method could be, blocks. get like. So I know I need to do these three things this week. And I know it's going to take eight hours for this one, six hours for this one. So you have eight blocks and then six blocks. And whenever you have, maybe it's not nine to five, right? Because her job that she went to was property management. So you never know when you're going to have to be a property, et cetera, to check in or take care of anything. So in that week, you have all these hours and just it's not nine to five. It's When I have time, okay, I have time right now. I'll do one hour of this task. And so you cross it off and you keep putting an hour in when you can. Maybe that works better for her career and mind where that doesn't work for me at this time. So also tailoring to that exact person. This was a beautiful example of a huge change in soul salary, right? Huge promotions, changing careers, and then moving. But it also was some raises, which I call like smaller wins, Right. right? So it was things like, okay, I know I had this job. How do I slowly close it out and make sure I don't leave that hanging? Like I do want to, enjoy, I very much respect this company and I want to make sure. So that was raising, like slowly yeah. closing projects and making sure that the team wasn't left high and drag. And then similarly, we budgeted. So she knew what her bills were and one of them was organizing and time management. Yeah. So we said, yeah. let's do some budgeting. You got to get rid of some things. Okay, at that point, she yeah. had a notebook a on a notebook calendar an online calendar um, and then let's do list in her notebook and just everywhere everything was everywhere, everywhere. so that was a bill for her like it, it definitely drained her to try to stay organized so getting a organization tool that worked for her and wasn't everywhere yeah. was a budgeting technique of how to work through that
0: and like as a coach when you see that your client is getting results it's such a beautiful feeling. And oh it always gives you that level of kicks to do more and more.
1: Absolutely. Like I said, I am inspiring the world to profound joy and fulfillment. So anytime a client makes any step to feeling more joyous and more fulfilled, it Good. fills me up as well. I Good. totally believe that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, just let's talk about some misconception. as every industry has some kind of misconception. So what are some common misconception about coaching?
1: That we are unqualified. And also then I think particularly I've found that in like the therapist space, there's this kind of animosity of like that's we go through all this schooling to be a therapist. And here you are life coaching and having some conversations that are vulnerable. But I think obviously the difference is coaching is coaching, where therapy really is so therapy is looking at the past and healing. Coaching is looking at the future and planning. Those are the differences I see. But there is this misconception of like overlaps or, yeah, overlaps really that people have seen who don't understand. If you don't understand coaching, you can maybe see overlaps between therapy and life coaching. And they are not the same. Like I said, therapy focuses on the past. Coaching focuses on setting you up for the future, right? Understanding where you are in the present. And therapy also looks at understanding where you are in the present. And maybe that's the overlap, right? Right. It's just uh, understanding where you are in the present. But the goal is for us for as life coaches is to set you up for the future.
0: Okay, just yes, you are writing book about uh, like your life coaching part. But if you were write a book about yourself, like it's completely autobiography, then how do you name it and why? So I would
1: say I have a book idea that I haven't, I've outlined, but I haven't started yet. And it's called The Joy Revolution. So that's what I would call my book because I do feel like I'm starting a revolution through my soul salary book, through my life coaching, through my speaking. I'm starting a revolution mm. to joy. Like joy, in my opinion, joy and fulfillment are really the, our life purpose. Like really that is the priority. I think that's why we're here on earth is to be so joyous and to feel fulfilled in our soul. The soul salary was my first step. So they say you write the book you need. I absolutely wrote the book I needed there. I gave some life examples in that book So it is, there is some autobiographical pieces of that, but then now I'm in the joy revolution stage. I almost feel like each book is like a chapter in my life, right? So Soul Sally was my transition from Fortune 500 to where I am now, along with many other aspects, but it's really that chapter, right? Mm. And that's, I'm not saying everyone needs to quit their job. It's not what I'm saying at all. It's whatever works for you to increase your paychecks and decrease your bills, but you know, that's that chapter. I think this next chapter for me is a joy revolution. I want to start a joy revolution. It's time that we revolved against these expectations that are not authentic to us and really find our own true authentic expectations and who we are. Yeah. Um, so I think I I ask people, like, who are you? And they'll say, I'm a mother. I'm a I'm a wife. I am a insert job title here. That's who you are for other people. Got it. So now try again with I am who you are for not people, other people. So like, I would say I am love and joy. I am the sparkling rosé of people, of friends. My, my friend gave me a card that said that. And I was like, I am keeping that. I am the sparkling rosé, bubbly, fun, crisp. <laughs> no, it's what are you? What are you? It's such a, um, a thing we don't talk about. Like I said, like people ask, what do you do? They don't ask, who are you? And we don't ask that of ourselves. It's what do you do for others? It's not who are you for yourself, right?
0: And for most of the people, it would be like a really hard question. Whenever you ask that, who are you? They are going to I, I about gave a, oh, so sorry. busy. We do not have any time to find that.
1: And I give a whole page of examples because I know it's hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it
1: took me a long time to, to figure, yeah. to remember who I'm I going,
0: am. Awesome. Okay, and after listening to you, I think you are going to write more and more book in future. Thank you. <laughs>
1: do you mind if I give a website to do the soul salary quiz to see what your soul salary is right now?
0: Yes, we will. We will coming to that part.
1: Oh, perfect.
0: Yeah, we will coming to that part in the last of our podcast. Okay, before we wrap our podcast, any final message that you would want to say with our listener?
1: I would say, as I said, my dedication to my kids in my book. I hope for you that you prioritize your joy and that you know that being weird is a compliment. Because being weird means you're going against the grain and often that's what brings us the joy.
0: Awesome. Okay, Jess, tell us about your Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, website, any other social media platform so that our audience can find you and get in touch with you.
1: Oh, thank you for asking that. So I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And I'm under Jess Kaskov. There's not many of us. Kaskov's a unique last name. So it's Jess, J-E-S, and then Kaskov, K-A-S-K-O-V as a picture. So that's all my handles across the board. I do post joy tips throughout throughout the month to help get your juices flowing and start to question where your joy is. how to get there further and keep doing the journey. So like even if you get to higher status and sole salary, you don't get to stay there, right? You always need to continue to work on yourself to continue to be that. And then the second thing I would say is if you want to know what your soul salary is right now, are you a higher or, or are you middle class in sole salary, minimum wage in sole salary? That's on my website, which is www.jesskaskov.com dot com slash soul salary so s-o-u-l
0: salary guys do make sure you follow jess as he sees a wonderful person with great personality and you can reach out to her according to your coaching needs so that was today's episode of sparking entrepreneur so thank you jess for being on the show and it was an honor to hosting you today
1: thank you i appreciate it
0: so thanks again jess so that's it i'm your host Subrat, signing off and you guys have a wonderful day bye guys